Oh, Bolivia. I'm not a fan of your politics, and a little bit more on that later, but how I love you, I love your landscapes, I love your people, but most of all, I love your coffee. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here, it's my job to make it easy and fun, and tell you what's in my mug. So this week we've got a Bolivian and it's Alicitas Washed Katura. Now Alicitas is owned by the Rodriguez family who have 12 farms. Um, Alicitas was the third farm that they bought uh, and he's 20 hectares inside, um, which is unusually large um, for a, 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 like a farm in Bolivia of 16 hectares that are producing coffee. It's laid out beautifully. Daniele describes the plantings. They look like fingerprints. Uh, I'm going to show you some pictures on the screen now. Um, when you look from uh, one of the mountains, it straddles across uh, three different peaks. Um, and it is just jaw-dropping. Jaw it is the most amazing place. I had uh, the um, honour of being the first person to ever stop on the farm. So they've recently built a house there. Uh, and they gave me the keys and left me there overnight. So I set my alarm at four o'clock and I'm going to show you a video now, which is a time lapse of the clouds rolling around the mountains. And it is just, it, yeah, jaw droppingly beautiful. One of the most amazing natural sights I think I've ever seen. Um, so um, it's from Bolivia. It's from the town of Caranavi uh, in the colony of Belinda. Um, it's called Las Alicitas. Uh, it's owned by the Rodriguez family. It's around about 1,580 metres above sea level. Uh, it's uh, Katura uh, and it is a fully washed. So this week what we're going to do with the Alicitas is we're going to cup the Katura that we have here against the Longbury, which is from the same farm, but is a different varietal. Now, as you can see on the screen now, in the uh, Katura, it's a little bit more of a fatter, kind of shorter bean. Um, whereas with the Longbury, literally by its name, it is a longer, a longer bean. And the Longbury uh, kind of comes from uh, Africa, um, mainly from the Ethiopian areas, uh, which is very common to find these long beans. Um, and it's something that they actually got from a producer that we know well on here, um, the Maresh family, um, who had this bean and they've shared it uh, with the Rodriguez's uh, along with some other varietals that they have on the farm. But what we're really interested in is to cook them with the taste. So I'm gonna start with the Keturah. So here you have a very light and delicate coffee. Starts off kind of like um, the descriptor I've used is peach squash. So, you know, diluted uh, peach squash that you would buy, like Robinson's kind of things. It's very sweet. Um, it's very smooth. Um, it has uh, a really good structure to it. Um, it has a little bit of like, um, like a water, not a watermelon, like a honeydew melon kind of uh, finish to it. Um, and the thing I like most is the aftertaste about this because it's so sweet, um, it ends up, and we argued about this on the cupping table a little while, but it has like a, a pink flump taste. And it also had that pink flump taste in the, uh, in the cup when you're drinking it. What is a pink flump? It's like a little marshmallowy kind of sweet um, that, um, yeah, if you're from the UK, you, you probably will know. So let's go and try it against the Longbury. So what I feel happens with the Longbury 
is that everything gets a little bit more magnified and in particular the acidity. So this is much kind of sharper. Um, instead of peach squash, it's like a little bit lemon-like. It's got a real citrus kind of kick element to it. It's a little bit more transparent and lacks a little bit of the sweetness um, that you find in this one, but it is increased acidity that you really notice with it uh, and its transparency. Always fun to cup coffees from the same farm, gone through the same process, just a slightly different coffee varietal and the differences that can make in the cup. So this week we're gonna have a little bit of a change and we're gonna do a little bit on politics of Bolivia because it's something that obsesses me. I'm so interested in what happens there. And I think mainly because the first time I went to Bolivia was actually during the election of this president that's the current sitting one. Um, it's President Evo Morales and he's forging ahead with his bid to win a fourth term in uh, next year's elections. Um, despite opposition um, and being branded as un unconstitutional, as I said, he first came to Perry in 2006, and I remember being there in 2005 and the real changes that kind of were happening in Bolivia. You really got to see it firsthand. Um, already winning three elections, um, even like despite Bolivians in 2009 saying that they couldn't change the constitution, um, it was limited that you were only meant to have two consecutive terms in office. Um, however, the country's constitutional court filed with government loyalists um, that ruled in favour of Morales, allowing to stand in 2014. Um, they've rejected 11 appeals against him seeking a fourth term. Um, there's strikes, there's protests, there's marches um, that have led to opposition groups um, failing to deter Morales, uh, who was the first uh, indigenous person to be president in the country. Um, he tried to change the constitution in 2016, and I remember being there during this election too, uh, which would allow him to seek unlimited terms in office. But he actually lost that referendum, um, which was a bit of a shock because although Morales is um, kind of bordering on a dictator, uh, he does have a lot of support from the indigenous people of Bolivia uh, and the people who uh, are the majority of voting. Um, his government decided to reject the results because they didn't like uh, the result. Sounds a little bit Brexit-like, doesn't it? Um, and the Constitutional uh, Court, which are in his back pocket, have backed him saying it's his human right to seek re-election, um, which seems a little bit corrupt. Um, he's due to stand um, in his uh, own movement for socialism, uh, the MAS uh, primaries, uh, which is happening this month. Um, um, and the Constitutional Court reject the appeals attempting to block him. So other people, even within his own party, have tried to block him and the Constitutional Court is saying, no, he can still stand. Um, already the longest serving president in Bolivian history, Morales would remain in power for 19 years uh, should he win next year's election and serve his fourth term. Um, protesters have extended to hunger strikes in some of Bolivia's major cities um, and it really is kind of hotting up um it's been the guy in the hunger strike has been going on um for for a, a while now um and uh, even the civil leader in cochabamba has going to got involved um and they're really just trying to get morales to respect the constitution and the laws is is their argument um difficult times in a difficult country um, a country that has so much natural resource as well. So 
hopefully there'll be some more positive change from there. And if stuff changes, I'll promise to tell you here. So we've cut this one already, so I've kind of spoilt the ending a little bit, but at least we're a little aware of what we're going to be tasting. Um, So unlike the cupping, where at the front I saw lots of peach to start off with, what you see in the cup when it's brewed is that pink flumps, that marshmallow kind of sweetness and texture. It's very thick and smooth. Um, you do get a little bit of the peach still, um, but you definitely get that melon um, that we were, we were tasting on the cupping table as well. Um, I think this will make an absolutely excellent espresso. Um, so if you're at home and you want to try that, um, you should. Um, and again, let me know um, what you think. But I, I think this is a great example of a fantastic Bolivian. That the older it gets, um, so this is its sixth year of production, it's going to get better. As the plants get more established, that the, the, the harvest gets more stabilised and consistent, um, I think this is a coffee that's just going to get better and better each year. Thank you for joining me, as always, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.